gentlemen, welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Don't forget Friday, March 29th, this Friday, Taco the Town is going to be recording live at Planet Comic Con in Kansas City, Bartle Hall, Friday, March 29th, 530, room 2504AB, the studio. That's a really long name for a room. We'll have some special Comic-Con guests and recording the show live. Come dressed as your favorite taco-themed superhero. And if you bring a taco, I just might autograph it. Come on out to Comic-Con. We'd love to see you there. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until my tattoo removal specialist says that it's the right time for me to talk about it. Today, we'll review another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Tacos El Guero. I probably butchered that. Located at 6100 St. John Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, in the historic northeast area of Kansas City. There's also a Tacos El Guero in KCK on Minnesota Avenue. I'm not sure if they are related or not, but they both have the same name and they both have delicious tacos. Some have called Tacos El Guero the best late night tacos in Kansas City, hands down. And some have even said the best tacos in Kansas City. Open at 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. every day, closed on Sunday. There's no inside dining at Tacos El Guero. It's more of a grab-and-go type eatery. It's a taco stand. They do have some little bar stools on the sidewalk if you want to eat there. Many customers suggest ordering ahead of time because sometimes the line outside can be long. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. We've got some special guests joining us this week. Our first guest is a Kansas City native. She's an architect working in construction. She grew up in the arts and still loves and participates as much as she can. She's also an actress and model. She fancies herself a Kansas City tour guide who can come up with a plan for any taste to have a rad time. Her hobbies include traveling, computer gaming, painting, being an auntie and concert going. She calls Tacos El Guero one of her favorite taco spots in Kansas City, and not just because its name is very close to her own last name. Welcome to Taco the Town, Julia Guerra. Thank you. And you said it right. That was right. It was right. Yeah. Guerra or Guero? I'm not sure about, I I would almost say Guero for that. Guero. Yeah. But for me, there's two R's, which changes the U-E. Okay. The G-U-E is Guerra. Do you speak Spanish? No, very, very okay. small amount. <laughs> right. My mom is very white. <laughs> so I looked up what Guerrero means in Spanish, and it's a slang term for fair-skinned or light-haired person. Sure. Is that, is your last name mean that as well? No, my last oh. name actually means war. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my, my parents' email growing up was like their first names and the word war. People like, Jay Angel War. Yeah. I just have that in my head because yeah. I've emailed it a million times because I know your your mom J. and dad. Angel War, yeah, yeah. It's, that's uh, awesome. It makes all it makes sense now. Yeah, I use it as an excuse a lot to speak of my red fury. It's what do you expect? My last name means war. 
Let's meet our second guest. Are you a Kansas City native? Technically, no. Where, where's your hometown? I grew up in Iowa in a town called Woodbine, Iowa, which is about like 35 minutes northeast of like Council Bluffs, Omaha. Okay. And when did you move to KC? I moved here in spring 2017. Pretty recent. Had you ever been here before? You know, I actually had come to Kansas City a ton of times when I was in high school because the Kansas City Chiefs cheerleading squad, they actually had like an honor cheer camp and my cheer team came here every year. Oh, cool. So I was like pretty familiar with like Arrowhead and a lot of Kansas City stuff like the plaza by the time I moved here. And then you heard about the taco scene and you were like, I'm moving to KC. Yep. Tacos and barbecue. Nothing better. (laughs) (laughs) She's a digital marketing maven who has worked on viral campaigns for McDonald's and led an ad ops team at a Kansas City ad agency. These days, she's the social media sidekick for Planet Comic Con. She launched Teresa Malley Creative in 2018 and blogs about wellness and social media. Welcome to Taco the Town, Teresa Malley. Hey, everyone. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no problem. I'm really excited to dig into some tacos. Like being new to Kansas City, I don't quite have my tamale and taco power rankings solidified. So I'm excited to dig into some authentic food. We already have the tacos here and they are sitting in front of us. We aren't allowed to eat them quite yet, but they smell amazing. Would you agree? Yeah, I kind of feel like one of those dogs who keeps staring at the food on the table and they can't quite eat it. So they're waiting for the human to walk away. <laughs> I, I might have already eaten some of one. Oh, OK. <laughs> no judgments. Just a little bit. So, Julia, you recommended this taco place to the show you have a funny story about the first time you ate at Tacos El Garo, don't you? Doesn't involve a police ride along for with the police? Oh no, that's not oh. my story. Oh, it's someone else's but, story. Yeah, it was a recommendation from somebody else who did a police ride along. They showed up there in the middle of the night, and that's where all the cops go, apparently. Oh, really? To eat tacos? Yes. And then you went there shortly thereafter. And Yeah. Well, actually, before then, I just didn't actually know the name of the place until I was told by somebody else. I, I did a an architecture project in that Northeast neighborhood because there's like a, a huge blight. And so they're building a bunch of new houses over there and there's not a ton to eat over there. It's kind of a food desert. So we uh, ended up going over to a couple of taco places and that was by far hands down. Walk up, get your tacos. We never sat on the stools, but a lot of people did. You can go and walk around. It's kind of nice. And you described it to me before I'd been there that it's kind of like a trailer crashed into a building and then they built around the trailer and that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's an awesome setup. They like slide this metal thing out of the way and then it opens up this window and there's all these tacos and they have a big bowl of salsa on the street, huge bowl of salsa on, on the, the street. street? I like, like a bird feeder I, kind I took of pictures. situation. Yeah. <laughs> we all just dip our tacos as we pass. I, it's <laughs> really it's very like similar. You it's, yourself it, with some like queso. <laughs> it's it, I, I can show you pictures. I took pictures. The That's where some of our though. salsa came from. From the vat. Okay. From the vat on the street, but it was fresh. <laughs> I saw them put it out. So I believe that I, you know, I never even question it. I know it's in a food truck, but it's, it's so genuine and good that usually when I've gone there late at night, there's a crowd of people who basically look like, I'm pretty sure they're the family of whoever works there. Cause everybody just hangs out. It's like they live there, you know? on the stools. It's a cool neighborhood. I, mm-hmm. I have done one other taco place up there, Chiritos, which is on Independence Avenue, I believe. I think maybe. I think so. But there are so many taquerias over there that I didn't know about. It's a cool area. And the, the old Kansas City Museum is in the historic Northeast area. There's a bunch of cool mm-hmm. historic old homes. If you go to the Kansas City Museum, George Brett is behind glass and you can just kind of look at him. He, he just sits there. 
it's pretty awesome. You should check it out sometime. Have you ever been to the Kansas City Museum? I have. I'm actually. Oh, you missed the George Brett display then. Well, I'm doing work on that building, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been under construction. Yeah, it has, but I haven't seen the George Brett situation. (laughs) I knew it was an event space. We used it as a, a lecture hall for one of our projects once, but that was. That was about it. It's beautiful, though. We used the carriage house because that was big enough also for an event space. I so. think we went there as kids on like a field trip like yeah, when we did the Kansas City third grade field trip was our Kansas City field trip. So it's like the Harry S. Truman Museum, like one of those places that you kind of visit and then don't remember until you see them in your adulthood. It's yep. like a weird dream. Yeah. It's kind of like in St. Joe, they have like the Pony Express museums and all the museums around Jesse James. It's like you go to it once and then never go back, which actually reminds me of kind of a weird story. So I actually lived in St. Joe for four years before I moved here because my partner had lived like was working at Northwest Missouri. And so, and I worked in Atchison. So we split the distance and lived in St. Joe. And one day my mom showed me all of these pictures of when I was a little kid at all of these museums. And my apartment complex was literally like 20 feet away from this museum. It was like, I felt like I was in like Doctor Who or something in a TARDIS. Yes, it was like Twilight Zone. It was really crazy. (laughs) And then you saw your future self looking out of the apartment window. Yes, actually toward one of my favorite taco places in the world. Wow. Which taco place is that? So... The in best, St. Joe? So, okay, I'm going to make a really bold statement here. The best taco place in St. Joe is called El Taco H, and it's literally located in one half of a Sinclair gas station on Frederick Avenue. I believe Sounds it. Right. And Sounds it's like right. you can get in and out of there with like five tacos, salsa, and everything for like $3.95. And it's basically where you go, like you went to the bars or something like Club Geek or Nordy's or any of those bars in St. Joe. And then you just like stumble over to get tacos. And it was always in walking distance. So it's just like, did you have a good day? Tacos. Did you have a bad day? Tacos. And like, <laughs> totally ignored the fact that we're basically in a Sinclair gas station the entire time getting tacos. Like that's not a health code violation waiting to happen. What's the bar up there? The Heidi Ho or the High? The High Ho. High Ho. High Ho. Yeah. Yeah. We've got High Ho and Nordy's and that's like the the go-to for everybody. Wait, what about the the psychiatric museum? Have you been there? Yes. And I went on Halloween with one of my best friends and it was like traumatic because he kept clinging to me and screaming the entire time. But it was scary, right? It's supposed to be haunted, right? Yes, it is terrifying. But I was like, okay, this is just my brain. I'm like not scared of this. And he kept like, he's like six feet tall and he was like death gripping me the entire time through the museum. Like he was like a jet pack on me. I'm like, let go of me. <laughs> Is there any truth to the rumor that there's tacos available at the psychiatric museum? No. And it's crazy that it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but boom, boom. All right. So tacos, Elguero. I was going to say, you mentioned price. I've got nine tacos and it was $15. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good deal, right? Pretty great. Would you say that's good? These are also look like really delicious tacos. Yeah, they didn't skimp. That's not like Taco Bell tacos where it's like a sad tortilla shell and then just like some meat that you don't fat, know where it came from fat, and you go with it. Yes. There's onions, there's cilantro, we've got radishes and cucumbers. Radishes, the unsung hero. Mm-hmm. These onions smell amazing. See, that's why I actually like Tribe Street tacos and that's probably one of my favorite Kansas City taco places. Which, oh, Tribe, yeah. We yeah. just did them a couple the episodes cac- ago. Yes, the cactus and the radish that you can get on them, like the pickled radish. Uh, I have to have pickled radish like on every taco now. I believe that. Tacos El Guero is also near one of my favorite places in Kansas City, the Super Flea. Have you guys ever been to Super Flea before? Tell me about the Super something Flea. About, yeah, something about something a store with the name of an insect in it. I don't want to be there. I'm, I'm into the fleas. It was voted the number one thrift store in Kansas City by the pitch. There's an admission to get in. It's a dollar admission. No. <laughs> they do prize drawings. They're only open on Saturday and Sunday, 8.30 to 4. It's an 
in a super duper old Montgomery Wards building that's been turned into a flea market. It's it was built in 1914. <laughs> At the time it was built, it was the biggest building west of the Mississippi. But now inside Super Flea, you can buy furniture, audio, video equipment, computers, sports things, rugs, luggage, decorative items. You can also buy animals. They have geese, ducks, birds, rabbits, turtles, mice, reptiles, and roosters. Oh my God. All I can picture is like someone trying to chase after a Canadian goose in a park being like, here, I want to sell you like the Canadian goose trade. <laughs> Just, I think it looks kind of like the psychiatric museum. It really, really does. does. It's a yes. little intimidating. It strangely looks like my apartment complex in St. Joe, which oh, was no. like <laughs> nice lofts renovated out of an old mead paper factory building that I also swear was haunted, but that's another story. Oh, maybe this used to be yeah. a paper factory. People either think it was a great, it's a great place or they believe you are in danger if you're there because it is a crumbling old Montgomery Ward building and so the asbestos is something to write home about it's like a tetanus shot waiting to happen yes and if there's roosters there I mean and and mice I just it's all bets are off somebody was some one of the comments on the page was like I wouldn't have been surprised if I would have turned the corner and saw like a mini horse for sale somewhere (laughs) if there's a mini horse there I'm going I know I would think a perfect Saturday or Sunday would be going to Super Flea and then getting tacos at Tacos Oquero if I I don't think you can do it sober like I just imagine someone like eating a taco and like riding a mini horse through a store with like a Macklemore like like fur coat on like hey guys I found a mini horse like <laughs> okay so maybe hypothetically most of the people doing this little Saturday morning routine are not sober but they could be not also interesting to watch it's like going to Walmart yeah you know you yes. just go for the fun you go to you, you're not there to necessarily participate but you just want to watch people say it's a pe- people watching oh, thing yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm into that we should go sometime I'm Just down. make it make a Saturday of it, you know. Make a Saturday. <laughs> strap a GoPro to you or the mini horse. Oh yeah. If you can strap a GoPro to a Canadian goose, I will give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> what if you got a mini horse and brought it there and tried to sell it? Like you think they would turn you away if you wanted to sell a mini horse at Superfly? Not if there's roosters. No, probably not. And it just feels like something Borat would do or like Sasha Baron Cohen would do as a skit. Like, <laughs> hey, buy my mini horse. Like, Again, is there a mini horse either of you have? I would buy a mini horse Me today. too. I, I would keep it like a dog. Some of the best television ever was when Rob and Big had <laughs> their mini horse. <laughs> yes. That was like the best TV show of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so Teresa, I mentioned that Comic-Con is coming up this mm-hmm. week, Friday through Sunday. Uh, we're doing our panel there. Do you have any suggestions for us or tips to people coming to Comic-Con? Any Comic-Con tips? What do people need to know? Okay. I would say the first tip I would tell anybody going to Planet Comic-Con is to wear comfortable shoes. Like basically wear the shoes that you would wear if you were running a 5K or a half marathon or running to your nearest taco shop. I would say the second thing is, is if you have a question, find the minions. They're going to be the people in the yellow Planet Comic Con t-shirts. They're trained volunteers that are going to be on the floor and in every event and in every panel who are going to be able to help you get what you need if you have a problem or if you just have a question about where somewhere is. I think like the big part of being a a Planet Comic Con volunteer, whether you're a minion or you're like me, where you work on like the social media and media team is how much love you put into Planet Comic Con and know that they will help you if you ask them. And if you're bringing a, a huge sword 
If you're cosplaying and you're bringing a huge sword, make sure it's not a real sword. Refrain from doing that. Make sure it's made out of like a good foam. Take a good cosplay workshop while you're at Planet Comic Con to learn about the different types of foam. Oh, I you can do did, that. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people get foam from like a lot of packaging companies, but every year they have like an intro to cosplay or cosplay prop session. And I highly recommend that session if you've ever considered like making your own cosplay, making it's your awesome. own weapons. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's so um, cool. But yes, if you do have a weapon, even if it's foam, you do need to check it in when you get there. Safety first. And what about deodorant? Do you suggest wearing deodorant? 10 out of 10, bring deodorant, bring a spare, <laughs> like bring spare socks. Just like make sure you're being mindful of the like olfactory senses of the people around you. These are great. These are great tips to know. So I'm doing the panel. What should I, what should we do in our panel? Or is it okay to bring in outside tacos and throw them at people in the panel? In like a friendly throwing. In a friendly throwing, like, not an angry. Toss, yeah, toss. toss them. More you like know, I'm going to defer to your either your sidekick, superhero or minion at Planet Comic Con. I'm not sure we like condone throwing things, but you can check with the staff. But I mean, I feel to like the a, a Con- light toss, like a light Soft toss. Tacos. I feel like no one's ever going to complain about a Soft. taco being thrown at them on like a Friday afternoon or a Saturday morning. But yeah. I'm like, could a taco be a weapon in this sense? And it is not made of foam. So also all these people have Facebook and that's the place where they would complain about it. Yeah. Okay. You know what you need to do if you ever have an outdoor event though, you need to get like one of those hot dogs, uh, hot dog guns. They have it like NCAA football games and just like shoot it into the air and just like projectile shoot a like burrito or taco Those would at have someone. to be soft tacos wrapped up just cause it would be messy. <laughs> say, Otherwise you're going to have like taco. You just have cheese right, and lettuce flying everywhere. Tacos, which is also not a bad thing. I wouldn't yeah. mind if it was raining tacos. Well, I went to the it's GI rain. Joe convention when it was in Kansas. City and they dropped G.I. Joe figures from the top of a hotel <gasps> on parachutes. Could I do that with tacos at Comic-Con? Did the parachutes work? Or they did. did. They opened up and people would they ran out and got the figures. The little G.I. Joe's yeah. tiny hands weren't gouging out people's eyes on no. the street. Okay, first things okay. first. Have you seen how tall the ceilings are in Bartle Hall? Like, well, I'm talking about getting to, on like, the roof and dropping Kurt. it into downtown. Or, oh. or, or hiring some a plane to drop them, do a drop, a, a taco over. drop, fly That over. sounds like some, a job for Tom Cruise. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be a lot of money to trying to hire a plane. Yeah, like $10,000 plane ride, 99 cent tacos. Yeah, like, I got to figure out a way. I just got to figure out a way to get tacos to the people at Comic-Con. I wonder what kind of permitting you'd have to get to drop tacos out of a plane into the city. Yeah. Maybe drones. Could we do a drone taco drone drop? See, that's drone the next Amazon technology. Done. Taco drop. Done. Amazon taco where like a drone brings it to you. Can we do like VR tacos? Um, that, that, that defeats the purpose of a taco. <laughs> like you can't taste I the dream, taco. I <laughs> dream, I dream about virtual reality tacos all the time. I'm trying to ways that it doesn't cost okay. money. And you Speaking don't of Amazon, I have the dumbest story for you guys. So my new thing is realizing that if you spend over $40 at Whole Foods in Brookside and I live downtown a lot like Julia, like I only live like six blocks from her. You can actually get your Whole Foods grocery delivered, which is like the most white people thing I can think of. But one night I drank an entire bottle of wine by myself on a Friday night, ordered my groceries and imagine my surprise at 745 the next morning when Whole Foods delivered my groceries. I was like, what did I buy? Why did I buy this? I don't even like this. Yes. So if you, there's an app for it, like it's called prime now. And then someone just like drives up, gives you your bags and then they leave. You forgot that you did it. I forgot that I did it. It was like the most basic (laughs) white bitch thing I've ever done in my life. I I got drunk on like white wine or rosé or something, ordered whole foods for delivery for the next day and then forgot that I had ordered food for myself. I don't think you should be so hard on yourself because you are just taking care of your future self. Yes. But I bought three bags of beanie (laughs) doughs. I feel like that's a little too much. I don't know. Did you buy any tacos? 
Actually, I bought some frozen tacos and taquitos. Yes, oh, I there did. you go. Yes. Then it's wor- it was worth it. It was, it worth, was worth it. Yes. I'm going to ask you guys some taco delivery questions a little later in the show, so we can talk about uh, that as well later yeah. in the show. But yeah, that, that was not a bad idea. I mean, if you mm-hmm. got tacos out of it, that was a great drunken mm-hmm. purchase. Thanks, Whole Foods. Yeah. Plug for Whole Foods. All right. So... Yeah, it's Comic-Con, Teresa, if I have any issues, like if if some if there's someone in like a taco costume and they're hassling me, can I come to you and will you take care of the situation? Sure in the, in this in this scenario, I am the celebrity guest. I'm being hassled by people in uh, superhero costumes and taco costumes. I just want my space. Can I come to you if that's getting out of control? So I'm going to go back to my first recommendation. The first person you're going to want to find is a yellow shirt minion. Okay. It's kind of like Star Trek. Like everyone has like a special colored shirt for oh, Planet okay. Comic-Con volunteers. I can help you, but I might be carrying camera equipment. So I'll just like, like, sorry. I'm sure there's okay. like a celebrity green room that you can mm-hmm. go into okay, with good. the other celebrities. Good. Like I uh, need uh, yeah. a couple I mean, guys from Smallville will be in there. You can go hang out with them. Yeah. I was going to go over this pop. list of celebrities. So who are you yeah. most, who would you be most excited about seeing? So we've got William Shatner, Captain Kirk, Henry Winkler, the Fonz. I mean, those are two 1970s iconic. icons. Iconic, iconic, yes. Not, um, not emotionally personal to me, but iconic. What about the guy who plays the new Chewbacca? Juna Sututamo. What about him? Are you I guys, mean, would you be excited to see him? I would be excited. Sure. I just really want to see William Shatner as like a lifelong Trekkie. So... That's yeah. my big thing because also it'll like if I like get a picture of William Shatner from a distance, my mom will stop texting me the live long and prosper emoji, and that's all I want. <laughs> oh, mom. Yeah, my mom's a Trekkie. Oh, she like, is like lifelong okay. Trekkie. So that's how I got is. into it. Yeah. yeah. Princess Bride stars Chris Sarandon and Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes is Ooh, my sister's yes. lifelong love from childhood. Is she gonna go to the show? She is going. Oh, nice. And she is she's. She's in love and it's going to be a beautiful moment, even though he's old now, but she still pictures him as he's in uh, the new stranger things too. Isn't he Is in he? the, in stranger things three? Yeah. I think he's in the, in the new show. The I saw the trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. The new trailer. Yeah. The Weasleys from Harry Potter are going to be there. I'm so excited about yes. that. I can't even. And then there's a lot of power Rangers that are going to be Okay. There. Less excited about that. There's okay. two guys from Smallville that are going. Oh yeah. Superman and, mm-hmm. uh, and Clark and Lex, and Lex are going to yeah, be Lex, there. Yeah. The bald Lex, the best Lex. If I, I, if I will be so bold, like my inner nineties kid is really excited about the power Rangers because I distinctly remember like in kindergarten and first grade fighting over who would be the pink power Ranger. Always. Always. My sister's like the yellow one's just as good. And I'm like, no, she's not. She doesn't have any lines. Yes. The yellow one was actually a better fighter. If you think about it. Yeah. But she never talked. And I really just wanted to flip my hair and talk. Was the yellow one a girl? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She I, was usually like the Asian one. Okay. Depending and, on which season. And the mm-hmm. pink one was always... The pink one was the brunette. Brunette, okay. She had the big bangs. She was fabulous. Very yeah. 90s. I remember those bangs. Very 90s. Those bangs defied gravity. Early 90s. Oh, yes. Like the, the what's the name of that? Aquanet bangs. Yes. 90s. And that'd be hard if you wore like a mask all the time to Not bunch hard her. for her. They always bounce right they back. They always bounce right Boing. back. Yeah. Because her body double when she was in her outfit didn't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so I've got these taco ticker stories. This is the taco news stories of the week. You guys want to check the taco ticker with me? I want to yes. check the taco ticker. All right, let's do it. <laughs> taco ticker story number one. A few weeks back, Postmates gave out 100,000 free tacos across the U.S., if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that tacos make even the best meal that much better. Perhaps the only thing better than having tacos for lunch, dinner, or just a snack in between meals is free tacos. Postmates 
capitalized on this fact by giving away 100,000 tacos, two per order a few weeks back. They were jack-in-the-box tacos. Has anyone ever had jack-in-the-box tacos? I feel like that's the last place I'd want to get tacos. No, I've never had They are. Those. They're pretty good. Are they? Really? They're very thin and greasy, oh. which can be fun. Tasty? Yeah. They're in there. They come, you order two per order, and they're very thin. There's not a lot to them. It's just cheese, lettuce, and then the ingredients. So that's it's like timeline tacos that you have to eat before they soak through the taco? Right. Yeah, there's a ticker going off and you got to get to them before they yeah. break apart and uh, understandable turn into a pool. So Jack in the Box tacos, all you have to do is use Taco Jack when you check out on Postmates. Any you guys use Postmates? Every once in a while. All the time. Really? All the time. So it's just delivery, right? Yeah. It's just delivery. So my beef with Postmates is I love the idea, but... Like, let's say I want something delivered and I already live downtown and whatever I want is downtown. I'm like, do I want to pay like $5.99 to deliver or do I want to like get off my ass and stop being lazy and like walk to Spokes and get my tacos? That's true. Also, Spokes has very good tacos and they have a very good Taco Tuesday deal. Oh. Mm -hmm. I know. We need to do Spokes on the show. I've heard about their tacos. Also, Blue Line, their tacos... They're not the most amazing tacos in the whole world, but you could eat 30 of them and be happy. Good bar tacos. Good bar tacos. Mm-hmm. Crunchy always, shell. Yeah. Uh, I usually do the soft. They'll they'll send it with the pico okay. and stuff. I do like the little soft taco, the chicken tacos, watch games there. So as if the free tacos isn't enough to get you to change your lunch plans, Postmates has delivered all the Jack in the Box tacos over $10. So you have to order $10 worth of tacos for um, free. Are they like Two bucks. Uh, do I have to order? They're pretty a, cheap. To order a lot of tacos. They're, they're only two bucks. For, I think it's two bucks for two. Does it say why they're doing this? Um, did, I think it's just a promotion. Did Jack in the Box like have a fire recently and they needed to pick up their sales? Like what? I what think do, it's well, just I actually a way think to, sometimes Postmates. I almost wonder if Postmates is struggling because I constantly get notifications from the app like free delivery, free delivery. I'm yeah, like, okay, too. why are you guys like constantly? willing to take a cut on that because they want you to tap that little free delivery and to show you all the options of what they could bring you and then you're like that would be easier than leaving my house yeah so would you you i mean you've never had jack-in-the-box tacos i have never been to jack-in-the-box i've been like once check it out and it's a good Uh, 2 a.m place you know i think i went there on a road trip for rowing once we're in those one of those 15 passenger vans we stop at like jack-in-the-box and what's that place that sells ice cream but it's also a tiny grocery store (laughs) Very descriptive. <laughs> no, um, it's like only in like South, like Oklahoma, Texas. Brahms. 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 There it is. You see me. Yeah. We'd always stop at Brahms. Brahms. Yeah. yeah. I assume they, that they, the one in Emporia. Impor- really? Has a Brahms. Is that yeah. the closest one? I think so. I feel like that's pretty close. The closest. I kept thinking of like Wakeman's. They kind of have that like up in like upstate New York. And like one of my friends that I went to college with, well, that was from upstate New York, was obsessed with the fact that she could get these really fancy sub sandwiches and ice cream from like a gas station. I'm like, yeah, we call that the subway attached to the truck stop. <laughs> yeah. It ain't fancy. <laughs> I need to go uh, go to upstate New York. That sounds delicious. Wakeman's is called Wakeman's. Wakeman. W-E-G-M-A-N-S. Wakeman's. Okay. Yes. Taco ticker story number two. As we record this, today is Taco Bell's 57th birthday. <gasps> Let's go. We got to go right now. <laughs> How did you not review Taco Bell for today? This is monumentous for drunks everywhere. I don't want to. We're saving Taco Bell for episode 100. It's actually more for stoners everywhere, I think. I feel like that's White Castle, but that's a whole other uh, rant of mine that we don't have a White Castle. Okay. Castle, so I can't get chicken nose in Kansas City. Uh, okay. Do you guys have anything you'd like to say to for to Taco Bell to wish them a happy birthday? Any great tidings? 
Dear Taco Bell, you need to make new little quotes on your little packets because you've had the same one since I was 12 when I used to keep them. So work on that. Dear Taco Bell. Happy birthday. (laughs) Dear Taco Bell, I hope your birthday is as magical as your Doritos tacos after you drink half a bottle of vodka by yourself. Love, Teresa. Oh, gosh. Dear Taco Bell, you look the same coming back up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's 57 today. Wow. He's yeah, so he's wow. getting close to retirement. Like, what would a Taco Bell do in its retirement? But he's also very hip for a 57-year-old, he wouldn't really you say? Is. Like, he would wear, like, matching joggers, and he might still jog at his gym or, like, get on an elliptical kind of thing. He's got a mustache for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the Dorito tacos, I mean, Dorito had commercials with people from Game of Thrones in it, so they're definitely That's hip. hip. They're all That's hip. very hip. So Taco Bell, on the Taco Bell subject, they are testing out a triple lupa. It's oh. a, a triple chalupa, which looks kind of like the human centipede, <laughs> if you're familiar Yes. So is it like taco, taco, taco? <laughs> <laughs> they tested it in December in Orange County, California. It cost three forty nine, and it's uh, or it's five forty nine as a combo with oh. a crunchy taco. Why do you need a crunchy taco if you're gonna eat a triple chalupa? A I triple feel like lupa? at that point you have so much taco, yeah. you're done. Right? At like what point do you're like enough tortilla is enough? Yeah, I mean. Triple Chalupa. Triple Lupa? Triple Lupa. So, triple Lupa. <laughs> says, Taco Bell is always making weird stuff, but it has, but this has to be up there. The Triple Lupa is three Chalupas that are held together by a super special three-in-one Chalupa. That includes the same base ingredients, but the sauces on each one shell is different. <laughs> no, that's no But baseline. at that point, like, it's basically like no. going to Costco and buying things in bulk. You've basically got like oh, four no. or five tacos in one taco and it costs you less. Like if you bought those tacos individually, it'd probably be like six, seven dollars. I think it's smart in this economy to eat a triple chalupa. But like the, the key word there, lupa, if you will, the key word is same ingredients. <laughs> it's still the same shit. We just gave you one more for no reason because all of our food is the exact same as each other. I'm kind of mad that this did not come out here because I would definitely it didn't come out no. Here? Oh, it, it, it was just tested. Maybe it didn't uh, test very well. It says one of the end chalupas is topped with chipotle sauce and the other with nacho cheese sauce when the middle one is treated with both. Oh, my God. This sounds very good. The more I'm thinking about like this triple lupa. It, it's basically a burrito with like one extra wrap. I, w- I would eat it. You mean I it's a Crunchwrap Supreme because yeah. that already exists yeah. by Taco Bell. Taco Bell is on a roll here, guys. So their next offering, brand new, just came out this month. The new, new Taco Bell item is the steak rattlesnake fries. Oh, does it actually involve a rattlesnake? They have fries. They've got nacho fries. Uh, yes, they're magic. They're good. You ever had them? No. Highest. It's basically like spicy, like fries with like spicy seasoning and you dip it in like the nacho cheese you get at like a high school oh. like concession stand. Yeah. It's- Everything. So yeah, this is nacho fries. Nacho fries. So the rattlesnake fries consists of boldy, meaning super, boldly spicy seasoned fries topped with Taco Bell's marinated steak, nacho cheese sauce, creamy jalapeno sauce, and a ton of spicy cut up jalapenos. Oh, so it's the same. So it's like poutine it's without the, the cheese the curds. Yeah. <laughs> like there are a I, lot of Canadians who'd be very angry. At when you are they going to come statement? out with poutine like at Taco Bell? Like, that would be great. Yeah. I just feel like it's like a cheap knockoff of poutine, basically cleaning out all the stuff in their refrigerator. It's totally what everything Taco Bell is now. It seems like they're just kind of, it's, it's a last resort. <laughs> like you're here. It's 3am. Just pick something. They really just want to make more commercials. 
So they're just trying to make new stuff for the yeah. commercials. You know what? I don't care about the commercials until they bring back the monkey riding the dog. Or, the, or just the dog. But he died. Yes. He's died, I think. I, th- I feel like there was like, there correct me if I'm wrong, channels. there was like a commercial with like a little monkey wearing a tiny sombrero. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Yes. It yeah. was like late 90s. It was back Yoki when they do all those, those, uh, Taco Bell, like those, the little uh, chihuahua. Yeah. And, talking animals were yes. big back in there. I'm still big on the talking animals. Why don't we do talking animals for everything? Man, it's, it's, a, it's, bush a, beans. They still good. got it. Oh, yeah. Bush beans. Oh, he died too. Oh, the bush beans dog Dave, died. You're just killing Sorry. me. Everything. Oh, yeah, they died too. Fuck. All right. Uh, taco ticker story number three. This is kind of a local story. Two Kansas City restaurants, Minsky's oh. Pizza and Joe's Kansas City Barbecue, are joining forces to create a new gourmet barbecue pizza. The pizza features Minsky's crust sprinkled with Joe's Kansas City world famous French fry seasoning. Add some Joe's Kansas City barbecue sauce. Top it off with Joe's slow smoked brisket, tender pulled pork and burnt ends and Wisconsin mozzarella cheese. Is this something you guys would like to try? 10 out of 10 and I'm I'm excited for it to come out. It's on my to-do list. Where did this come out? When does this come out? It, uh, this month, right? Yeah, In like I think a it's week later or something. Yeah. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I feel like every person that I've ever met who has ever smoked marijuana will be so excited about <laughs> I feel that. Like, as, I, as you were explaining all the many layers of seasoning. Wait, are there two other restaurants in Kansas City that you think mm. should combine forces and come up with a new entree other than Minsky's and Joe's? Kansas City you have two favorite restaurants Restaurants um, that should you'd like to see join forces. Favorite restaurants. Ooh, I have a crazy idea because you talked about Blue Line earlier. So backstory to this idea is that when I lived in Minnesota, one of my friends who was from outside of Denver introduced me to the concept of putting cream cheese on pizza. On and the only restaurant in Kansas City that does it is Minsky's. Yeah. But I want to take that cream cheese idea one fat step farther. The best uh, cheese curds in Kansas City are from Blue Line because they make poutine, hockey, Canada. Really? And they're they're delicious. I they almost taste like they're from Wisconsin. I want a cheese curd pizza. I want Minsky's and Blue Line to team up. Ooh. And they're close near, they're, they're yes. near each other. Minsky's they're like across the, the street yeah. from each other, but basically. What about like a taco place with, um, I'm thinking like uh, one of our authentic taco places, like maybe even like Mission Taco, Taco Republic, or Kansas City Taco Company joining forces with a burger place like Town Topic. Oh, okay. Like a taco burger. Yeah. Like a I taco was, burger from- Like and, similar styles, but like different gourmet. I was almost thinking like totally opposite, like take Casey Taco Company and- and elevate them with like somebody like Rock Hill Grill or something or or uh, I love Rock Hill Grill so I can't but Affair is my all time favorite restaurant of forever Affair in Kansas City A F F A R E umlaut over the A it's German yeah there's an umlaut I think so if they could make some some sick German tacos ooh yeah I would order those forever I want a German taco that would, sounds great I would eat a German taco with like spatzel or something on it yeah like, like you do spatzel and like a little bit of like they make their own bratwurst so you could yes. just have their like oh homemade gosh. you could have your like your curry bratwurst with your with your red cabbage and your spatzel ugh nom 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 <laughs> I think if I were going to do like a taco mashup between two restaurants, I would want to see something a little bit different, like off the beaten path of like, I would want to do seafood. So I would Ooh. do something like Nara sushi and making mm. like a sushi taco that like, instead of rice, you would use like a, ta- like a really good taco shell, kind of like what we had tonight where it's like a little bit corn. It's a little more authentic and then elevate it with taco some of sushi. like the umami and like wasabi and spicy mayo that you would get with seafood and sushi. I would eat that. Some sesame seed on top. Mm. Ooh, you've given this a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we dream of. All right. Well, thanks for checking those taco ticker stories with me. Appreciate that. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, folks. Dave from Taco the Town here. 
Let me tell you a little bit about Lotus Pool Records. Did you know that Lotus Pool wants to be your record label? They have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery. An eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect. Its artists work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy Voice of Action's self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster Children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grand Bargain. Chris Cardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers, and Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. Now's the time of the show called Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. This is where we discuss Kansas City topics. I have a Kansas City cup here full of Kansas City topics, about 137. Uh, would you like to pull a topic? Who'd like to go first uh, and pull a topic first. from the Kansas City cup? Dig in there and pick a good one. That Visit KC cup. Repping rep that Kansas City. All right. What'd you get there? TV, Kansas City news personalities. All right. Who's your favorite all-time Kansas City news personality? Keep in mind, I've only been here two years, but Gary Lezak just cracks me up. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day. Like he ends up, have you guys ever watched uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, where they basically have these new segments where they make fun of local newscasters. I am waiting for the day he ends up on that John Oliver segment. He's Same. always on, on TV with his dogs. He's made all of his dogs, all of his pets. He just lives famous. with so much joy at work. That's how we should all be joyful at work. I used to make fun of him a lot when I was a child. I thought he was so annoying. I was like, Lezak, Mr. Lee Zach, but he actually has the most accurate weather. He is. He's, He's the OG, most yes. accurate. I was sitting at an intersection one time in the summertime out in Overland Park, and I hear Barbie Girl really loud coming out of the car next to me. I look no. over, it's Gary Lee Zach <laughs> in a convertible blasting Barbie Girl. All I can think about is that scene from White Chicks where Terry Crews is like, <laughs> and he was like just jamming out. All right. Julia, who's your favorite who's newscaster? Favorite? TV? I don't know. I kind of like Brian Busby. You're a buzz. I, You're I really all about like the buzz. Busby. Yeah. I feel like every single female on any KC channel is probably doing cocaine. It's harder to hide <laughs> with all the makeup. So um, I usually, uh, I like the weathercast guys. Yeah. Okay. I'm big cool. on Brian Busby. Yeah. He's a soothing presence. Yeah. And he's been there. Our Forever. entire lives. Yeah, yeah. basically. I'm like, <laughs> he's like an old friend, yeah. you know? Okay, favorite KC guilty pleasure. Ooh, favorite KC guilty pleasure. Are we All talking right. about food guilty pleasure? Uh, Yeah, it could be food. It could be a place. It could be a bar. It could be a store. Gosh, guilty pleasure. I would say my guilty pleasure might actually be a fair because uh, they're definitely not cheap. They're white tablecloth, and they have some of the best cocktails in Kansas City. Also, Hotel Savoy. Oh, the, the penguins. So What's fancy. up with those penguins? They're, they're art. They're oh, art it's pieces. Art. Like, you know, remember the cows when those were here? It's like way cooler because they're penguins. So that's like one of the most haunted hotels in Kansas City. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. 
We did the work on that. Did you? Yeah. We found all sorts of crazy stuff I bet. in there. Well, it was like an operating like hotel right before you guys start doing the renovation on it. And it was yeah. a dump, right? We found, yeah. What'd you find? We found holes in all the structural beams. We found. It's the old, one of the oldest buildings in Kansas City. One of the oldest. We yeah. found postcards from the 20s. Like, did you save all that stuck? stuff? Yeah. All oh. of our guys saved all of it. Some of them submitted it to the Harry S. Truman Museum because it was just historical, like local stuff. And we weren't sure where to put it. There's a lot of like little postcards of Petticoat Lane back when oh, cool. with all the women and men with, oh, you know, the, their long dresses walking to work. Super cool old streetcar stuff from the 20s. That's awesome. And they were between, there's like two brick walls and there was like a cavity and they were like climbing through there, taking out a wall and they found all these things pinned up all over the walls. It's crazy. Do they still have the original paintings in the main room that used to be there in like the Harry Truman room and the, or the table? I don't know. Cause they okay. did, they did. I didn't get to see the final bit go around. I'm not sure if they, cause I don't they think They renovated so. it. They changed it quite a bit in the, yeah. the main eating room. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything, everything definitely got gutted yeah. pretty hard. Cause it was, they had a mold infestation too. So it was, yeah. that's why it, it, the project started and then stalled and right. then they had to start over again. Cause it was going to be a lot more money. Cause it, it is one of the most historical buildings. Any haunted um, encounters with the construction crew? N not that I heard. They said they heard things that they couldn't, Explain. Like, they weren't sure. If like it was a animals. bird noise, like a cuckoo. No, more like okay. uh, people walking. Okay. They heard people above them, or heard people in other rooms, and then okay. there was no one there. So I think Kansas City's pretty haunted, though. We have so many tunnels under this city. Oh, yeah. You never know. I used to go to school at UMKC in Epperson House. That that's like that's haunted. Love that place. So haunted. Filmed a movie there. So did you really? at night inside and inside? inside and it oh was freaky. It was, and they have that one picture of like the old big band. Do you remember that yes. picture they have there? Oh. And it looks like the picture from the shining. It looks like the picture with Jack Nicholson. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> and didn't they shut, they closed that down. Like you, they don't have classes in there anymore. Yeah, right? So that used to be the architecture building. Yeah. They closed it down because it's the top 10 haunted places in America. Yep. Apparently crazy. Yeah, they shut it down because there was only like one working bathroom. It's just a very old house. And it's an old mansion. It's and a there's, mansion. there used to be an indoor pool in the basement and they filled it in with concrete. Which that was, was where my studio was. Wow. So you'd be in the basement in the middle of the night and you'd hear stuff. And then all of your stuff would be like warping because it's so wet in there. Yeah. It was just not a good workspace. But it, yeah, you can still get in there. Fun fact, there's ways to get in. There's a lot of secret passageways. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it at that, but there are definitely really <laughs> easy ways to get in. And it's all from the tunnels coming from Brush Creek from the from the mob. Teresa, do you have a favorite Ooh. Casey guilty pleasure? So I have a ton of guilty pleasures. Like if it's food, if it's something like spokes breakfast burritos or getting Betty Ray's ice cream. I would say yes. two of my I experience guilty pleasures are I love first Fridays. I always go with one of my best friends and coworker, Colleen. She's like currently flipping her house in Roland Park right now. So we go there and we look for stuff for her house and like stuff that we want. And I think I love that some of the stuff is vintage. Some of it's like brand new artisan stuff, like especially if you're in West Bottoms and no two things are the same. You can actually get some like really legit street food, whether it's like Greek food or um, tacos or something along those lines. And I would say my other experience guilty pleasure that's not Planet Comic Con. I love Kansas City Fashion Week. Like there is just something straight up magic that happens on the runway. And I don't think people realize like how much the local fashion community, whether it's like local photographers who take off time for work or designers who use like 
like their what little money they have to design and buy fabrics and make clothes and the influencers and the media that come together to work like put Kansas City Fashion Week together and make it like one of the best fashion weeks in the country outside of New York Fashion Week. There's just something so electric about it that I get like Ron Swanson giddy every single time <laughs> I think about Kansas City Fashion Week. I, uh, I've never been to that, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that participate in it. So we've got these tacos here in front of us. They, t- they smell amazing. We've got to get to these tacos. What do you say? Let's put these tacos to the test. Oh, oh yeah. Nom, 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 nom. So what's everybody got? So we got three types of tacos. Yep. Got the chorizo. We got the carne asada, which Julia, you recommended. Yes. Is that your favorite taco? Um, at the place? At the place, yes. Yes, I would say it is. It's never too dry. It's oniony. It's all like the, it's cilantro-y. It's all the carne asada classics. It's very like classic. I love it. Yeah, and these are classic, authentic tacos. So no cheese, no lettuce. There's onion. What's everybody's feelings on authentic tacos? Is that your go-to taco or are you more of a suburban taco fan? So I think I'm kind of a hybrid personally. Like I love queso as my appetizer, like especially if it's from Jose Peppers, as basic as that sounds. But I love street tacos because I think they focus more on like how the meat tastes and how the meat is cooked, which really like just carries over. And a lot of times they have fresh tortillas. And it's like when you rely on cheese too much, you don't have to like worry about the other ingredients in your taco. Totally. I 100% was going to say the exact same thing. I typically go for a chicken taco, but I go for the classic chicken taco that's like the shredded chicken mm-hmm. and the onions and the salad. I mean, all the same stuff that we're looking at right now, but it's the same. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the meat is juicier and it's yes. better and they're making it in this massive pile of goodness and it's just, oh, so good. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm like a barbacoa and anything that has the word chorizo in it. I just want something that has a kick to it that's not just like, heat or seasoning like it's like smoked into it right and what sauce is everybody going with so i think there's three types of sauces is this the hot or is that the medium i literally have no idea okay. I just put it put it on <laughs> that's the, I would call it medium that's the one that was in the large uh jug on the street it looks like guacamole but it's like a little bit lighter in consistency yeah, yeah. i think that's the medium this one looks hotter that looks like it could be the mm-hmm. hot yeah it's pretty scary looking so what are your feelings on salsa and hotness? Because oh, I yeah. have some friends who hot. don't like hot anything, like mild sauce is a little much for them. And then there's me like, just give me more, give me cilantro, kick it up a notch. I'm very wimpy with the sauce. I'm, I'm more of a mild medium mm-hmm. and mild like medium. that hot, that is very hot. That's like back of the throat spicy though. That's not like tip of the tongue. So you can still taste everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, I feel like that you... might ruin a taco if you put too much of that oh, on. Oh, that would, oh, you could yeah. kick your coverage you with that pretty ruin good. your life with that. Yeah. You're, you're going to be feeling that like days later, <laughs> blood coming life. out of your eyes. God. No, no. What tacos is everybody going to try first? Should um, we do this one at a time? I think I was going to go with the carne asada one. Okay. okay. I put my stuff on it. I'm down for that. I'm going to put a little lime on all these. Ooh. To cut that spice. See, I never really put lime on it because it's not offered very often. But in the classic places it is. Yeah. They yes. Their food's so hot. You have to. Yeah. I, think I love one of, some lime on my taco. There we go. Actually, I have had it at Bicklemeyer Meats. If you go to their, like, if you go there on a Saturday morning, which if you're not in the know about Bicklemeyer Meats, it's actually a meat market in KCK, but so they do good. tacos on Saturday mornings. So good. Yeah. I've heard of such a thing. No, it's magic. It was one of the best places we've done on the show. It really? was great. All right. So let's try this carne asada. As I casually 
open my beer. Mm. They put a lot of onion on this mm-hmm. carne asada. I added more onion to said carne asada. <laughs> I think the first mm-hmm. thing I noticed about my first bite into the taco was the tortillas. Like the corn really came out of it. It almost reminded me of like a good tamale. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I thought. It almost tastes like a tamale because it's so soft. And so one thing I've wondered is fibrous. I'm a tamale fanatic. When I was growing up, we always had them at Christmas because my mom would get them in South Omaha, like from like the Hy-Vee and that was kind of the area she had grown up in. So since moving to Kansas City and I'd lived in Minnesota for a bit, I've always tried to find that magic tamale that matched the South Omaha tamales. And I haven't quite found it yet. So if you have any tamale recommendations, hit me with them. There's a guy in the back of a truck in Raytown. I buy See, mine that's from the him. way to go. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Actually, no, no, it's Knobtown, not even Raytown. So it's next to the strip club called Pure. Can't miss it. See, the those sketchier are some of the best tamales. In the they're so, they're so good. So the sketchier something sees, like you know, my dad had friends when he uh, at his previous job before he retired that sold tamales out of the back of their vans and their trucks. Those so are the good. best tacos and tamales ever. So like the sketchier it sounds, the better the food. These guys sell tamales, and sometimes they sell Chiefs jerseys. It is really like Legit. a one-stop shop. Okay, so as I'm eating this taco, mm. I put the green s- salsa on it, and it's slowly becoming almost unbearably hot. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's delicious. So the green is hot as well. It's a sneak up on you and kill you type hot, oh, apparently. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's really good, so I'm going to continue yep. to put it in my mouth. Maybe more lime. I forgot to ask you guys at the top of the show, what's your taco backstory? Did you grow up eating a lot of tacos? Is it always mm-hmm. been something that's been one of your favorite foods? What was your favorite taco place growing up? Or did you just eat at home a lot? So... I actually grew up in an area that actually had a lot of like Hispanic population and a lot of people who had just like moved to the United States. And my dad actually worked for a meatpacking plant where a lot of his coworkers and the people he worked with were also from El Salvador and from Mexico. So we always had like legit home cooked food. Like one of my dad's friends would just like send him home with tamales or like street tacos or something. So I always felt that like people in like Harrison and Crawford County, Iowa are really spoiled by good Mexican food. So we either had like stuff we made at home, stuff that my dad's friends from work had made or we would go to this place in Denison called El Himador. It's like the only Mexican restaurant for a hundred miles. Like, let's put it this way. Western (laughs) Iowa is like Mad Max Fury Road. There is like nothing for miles except like, <laughs> like, bl- like black Angus cattle and like small towns sp- uh, scattered throughout. And so actually the sad part for me is my mom and dad actually like moved from Iowa to the Kansas city Metro this past summer. And I had the, my mom in the car with me as we were getting ready to drive towards Kansas city. And I looked at my mom and she's like, I really want to get something to eat before we get on the road. And I was like, El Himador. And my mom just kind of looks at me like, are you stupid? Like, look, we are loaded down with the U-Haul and you want El Himador. We are going to Burger King. And she just looked at me like, are you a fool? <laughs> but I'm like, I had to have El Himador like one last time. That's valid. Mm-hmm. So that was your hometown. Mm-hmm. Or the only, Mexican place, the, only Mexican, <laughs> the only Mexican place within 100 miles. Literally the only Mexican place within 50 miles, but they were no slouches either when it came to street tacos. Uh-huh. Julia, you grew up out south Kansas City, right? Yes, I grew up in Belton Raymore area, which is kind of out in the boonies a little bit. Far enough removed that we had land. I was homeschooled. My parents wanted to shelter me. So that was where we went to shelter ourselves. But I'm also, I'm Hispanic. So Christmas and uh, holidays were big Mexican food things where we would have tamales were a thing. Chilarianos. We always made, you know, a lot of fried stuff and made a huge mess. Tacos. My grandpa would make the tacos, you know, fry them up and make sure that they were crunchy. But we didn't ever do anything crazy with them. We did. Uh, I mean, we did them pretty classic like this. We, we added cheese though. My sister's yeah. like cheese. Oh, sour like cream cheese. or crema. 
a cream. <laughs> I'm into sour cream personally. I used to put it on everything, but I know that's kind of like a no-no. My sisters also don't like cilantro. Oh. So we didn't do cilantro Ooh. on a lot of stuff. I had to add that separately. So my mom would make a, a cilantro salsa and then a non-cilantro salsa so that we could have both. That's really cool. Actually, my family, every year we can salsa. So my dad would buy like... 40 pounds of tomatoes from one of his friends who was a farmer. And then we would spend a weekend and it's like a big, it's like a family holiday, like the first weekend of September. And we make my family salsa and we make like a hundred jars oh, of it to get yeah. us through the year. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's the best. All right. So what's everybody's thoughts on the carne asada? Good. Delicious. Very good. Very yes. good. I thought that Delicious. was amazing. Are you recovered from the hot sauce, Julia? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I, oh. I finished it before I was recovered. Okay. And well, now I have we, fully recovered. Should we do the chorizo next or the um, pastor? Let's do chorizo. Chorizo? Yeah. I'm going to put this other more spicy salsa on this one because I lasted through the last one without dying. What was this one? Is this one uh, medium? I think it's a little more mild. This is a mild. Yeah, okay. put it on there. See, you'll find out. Okay. My first impression is it doesn't taste like chorizo to me. It tastes like, like ground beef. It doesn't have like that punch like chorizo normally does. You're right. You're right. It it doesn't have the kick that I was expecting. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be spicy. Yeah, I thought it was going to be spicier. Maybe it's just not the spicy chorizo. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's not very salty. It's almost kind of sweet, mm -hmm. but it's really savory. I think it would probably be better with this green salsa, though, because I put the red salsa on there and it was hot, but not that great. Mm -hmm. I think this needs something green. Yeah, it's probably the least spicy chorizo I've ever had. Mm hmm. I would agree. It's even like less spicy than like the tubes of chorizo you can get in like the meat section of your grocery store. Yeah. It's really hmm. mild. Still good. Mm -hmm. Still delicious. It's not too salty, which is nice. So what are some of your other favorite taco places in Kansas City? Do you have a go-to taco spot? You know, you said Tribe, Teresa. Mm -hmm. um, Julia, you like Tribe as well. I do. I like Casey Taco Company a little bit more than Tribe though. Okay. I go to Casey Taco Company every Tuesday. Sometimes on the Mondays. That's your Taco Tuesday Mondays. Yeah, it's also I can walk there from work. So if I decide to leave work at three and get a margarita and tacos, that's where it's going to be at. I would have to say my other favorite taco place is um, Taco Republic, like the one on like State Line Road, which I was just like, oh, that's just another like strip mall type of taco place. And then actually Jennifer Wadella, who's like the founder and president of Kansas City Women in Technology. She introduced that to me like the night, like we were watching The Bachelor and she got like Taco Republic Postmates to me and my life was changed. It was really good. I really, and I don't even like chicken tacos, but I love Taco Republic's chicken tacos. I love chicken tacos. They're so good. So Casey Taco Company, do they let people ride around in that van they have out front? So I think uh, that's uh, I think the owners it's not there all the time so somebody's got to take it somewhere sometimes and they should do like a roving like if you order tacos and you can order pay a little extra to drive around Wouldn't in the taco nice? van I think they might do events like weddings like if you oh. want a taco wedding then they'll show up and have like a food truck situation okay but it's not set up like a food truck so maybe it's just a catering I'm not sure I've never seen people riding around in it but I know it has moved okay. at some point. <laughs> That's just something to think about. Maybe a little more extra income for the, you know, give people rides as they eat their tacos just around the river market. Maybe True. a tour, a little tour of the river market. Like you could a do little... like a scenic tour of all the different taco places in Kansas City. Yeah. I've been wanting to do that for a while now. I just need a van. Talk That's to a the taco people. I would not say like, like I need a van. <laughs> free, uh, like write free tacos and spray paint on the yeah. side. I listen to a lot of serial killer podcasts. And that's how and it I starts. And I don't know on the van. No on the van, Dave. But I, I, Dave, I want people to like you. Dave, you know what I think you could pull off? If you made like a riff on the mystery machine from Scooby-Doo, but there something with tacos. And the like only safe van. Scooby-Doo. There you go. That's a safe van. The 
the only yeah. van that is safe for the children. Make sure that it's the mystery machine. I just want a van that I can slap a magnet on and change it in case I need to. <laughs> Okay, now you actually sound like <laughs> so a serial killer. Like, does, like, you know, okay, all of a sudden, like, child molester, calm Dave, down. Dave's cleaning <laughs> service. Yeah. Like, if the cops are after me and it says Taco the Town on it, I can take the magnet off and slap oh, on, like, What is Taco a, the Town doing that the cops are after? <laughs> Put a rival podcast on Look, it. Like, I don't know uh, where this is all heading, guys. This 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 podcast could go very many dark, different dark places. Route. <laughs> Find the dark underbelly of the Taco Town. <laughs> All right, so we've got the third taco to try. Yeah, let's do it. This is the pastor. Pastor, which is some unknown mystery meat that is delicious and we are willing to put in our mouths. And it's usually it looks like it's been cooked for a long time. Yeah, it's, it's usually cooked orange. on the um Breathing the rotisserie me. thing. Oh, yeah. Very and then they shave yeah. it off of that, right? Hmm. Is that what this is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's lamb, could be, maybe, goat. I'll put it in my or mouth. Or pork. Let's let's try it. The other white meat. No, that one. Not that one. The other, other white meat. I don't care. It's good. I like this better than the chorizo. It's really sweet. I like it though. And I even put the hot salsa on it. And so it's like got a nice oh mix of God. sweet and super hot. I didn't put any salsa. I am oh yeah. Adding I like this better salsa. than chorizo too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like it's almost got like a little lemony zest in it. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Some places put pineapple in there. Pastor, it's mm. good. I put oh. a, so we have some sliced radish, and I actually put that on there, and it actually gives it that like little extra like punch. I'm gonna do that too. I put the onions that they gave us on here. I was gonna try to do the little jalapeno, but I was afraid that it would burn my whole face off. I don't feel like doing that on a Thursday, Tuesday, it's Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Oh, it's Taco Tuesday. I don't know what you're talking about. It's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> this is good. One. It's really good. Um, I need to put some sauce on. So, Julia, you are in the the architecture and c- construction business. That I am. If I'm- you were to build a Kansas City Taco Visitor Center, can you describe me to me what that building would look like, and where would you place it mm-hmm. in Kansas City? Taco Visitor Center. Somewhere where people can come check out tacos, maybe tacos. a little bit like the River Market. There's all these tacos for people to eat. You know what I would make it? I would make it like uh, the new parlor in KC. Yeah. Where it would be like a sh- fancy ass food court type situation. And then there would be areas where you could go in and there'd be a big line area where you could pick all your different toppings. Kind of like when you go to like a frozen yogurt type thing but it's with tacos. And then if you don't want to do that, you can have them make like go upstairs to the other area and other booths and then they'll make your tacos. Or you can have like little samples of different tacos in the area. It would be like a full smorgasbord of taco. Would you make it look kind of like a, maybe a church with a taco as on the top of a steeple? That's what I'm picturing. Maybe a rotating taco. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen Church of the Resurrection? Yeah. Okay, McCown Gordon, the people I work for, actually built that. So we would probably just make a giant stained glass window of an open taco like they have down there. Just a big, like, big That's beautiful. open opening taco so you can see it from the inside and outside. When you're inside, the colors of, like, you know, the tomato and the lettuce and the meat that kind of goes down on it. And from outside, you could just see this opening taco. Were, were you on the planning of that uh, church? It was not. Do you know, why did they make it look like the Legion of Doom headquarters? <laughs> Um, I think the architectural intent was that <laughs> the building was... Architectural intent. Yes, yes. Uh, the buzzword here. Of architectural intent. The moment, if it were, um, was the building opening up and then that giant atrium area is their, is their, um, their nave of their so church. So it's just, it's it's just coincidence. It's supposed to just be like Jesus. Oh, it's supposed to be opening up to Jesus. Okay. Because 
the 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 window is Jesus. It has him oh, on the window. Okay. If you're inside, you yeah. can see it's just a massive Jesus. So it from the inside, you know, it's just a coincidence that it looks like Legion of Doom yeah, headquarters from yeah. the uh, Justice League cartoon. Yeah, but I like your idea of having a taco window opening yeah, up multiple taco yeah. windows see i would if i had a church of tacos which probably is like blasphemy in some way i would just have it look like a really campy church that you see in las vegas like where elvis will give you your oh, tacos yeah. out Lots of, of neon window. Like, neon lights tacos in a 40 there'd be elvis Full like yeah. yes. the whole yes. nine yards that's yes, a great idea. Like, just like go visiting into Niagara, it. but you're visiting the taco. Full-time mariachi band on staff. Yeah. And you've got like a neon taco like rotating and you can see it oh, from the other state. And wow. maybe like it shoots a light out of the taco into the sky, kind of signaling like where. Like the bat signal. Yeah, exactly. Your guys' idea is way better than mine. Wayne's way too classy. <laughs> like make tacos fun again. Like <laughs> No, see, that's why I'm obsessed with Guy Fieri's taco joint, which like I actually, I will say something controversial here. I like their quesadillas better than their tacos because they have crispy cheese on the outside of the quesadilla. But what I love about Guy Fieri's place is he doesn't like, it doesn't pretend to be like super hip or super fancy. It's basically like that guy who takes like MMA and Sturgis way too seriously for someone who's <laughs> never rode in, ridden motorcycle or has never been in a fight. Like you take that friend there, you get some cheap beers, you get some tacos, you're happy. You've had like one feed of trash can nachos. Like that's what I love about tacos. It's like a common denominator across all walks of life. The trash can nachos were pretty good when we ate there mm -hmm. when they're, we did yeah, the show fantastic. there those were the, probably the better the shrimp tacos were great too Ooh. um they've they've actually already changed like i think some of the negative reviews that they've gotten have changed their menu they've actually added a taco wow really so now you get four tacos instead of three for ten dollars which i think i think taco the town has influenced them to do that Hashtag our review influencer oh my gosh i just uh, that sauce really gets you. I, I tried to warn you. It's afterwards it kills you. Oh my you. gosh. <laughs> You're going to be Burn okay. up. And now Dave's face has turned red and his nose is running. Again. And now his head's on fire. Oh wow. That's hot. Woo. Okay. So we've had all three tacos. What Delicious. was everybody's favorite? I'm going to say the carne asada. Like I felt like it had the like most consistent flavor throughout like the tortilla, the vegetables and the meat, which I know makes me sound like a pretentious Food Network host, but it was delicious. That's what we're here to be, pretentious Food Network hosts. <laughs> I thought it was all shit. It's complete garbage. <laughs> what is this? Trash. Do you start over. nutmeg on this? <laughs> I thought this was delicious. I would still go with my carne asada. Yeah, that was Personally. my favorite yeah. too. I liked the pastor though. I really, I liked the texture because the outside's a little firm. I mean, when you bite into it, it's got like a nice, I don't know, bounciness to it. Yeah. That's kind of a weird thing to say no, about food, yeah, but I, I love bouncy food. I see what you mean. So we do a scale of one to five, five being the best, five golden tacos. What would you rate the tacos at Tacos El Guero? All three of them? Um, yeah, all together. All together. See, the thing is... I would give the carne asada a solid like four and a half or five, but I feel like the, the chorizo taco actually kind of pulls that scale down to a three. So it kind of pulls their power ranking down. Okay. Averages it out. I would say like 4.2. Okay. That's where I would net out. Yeah, that's um, that's good, Julia. Yeah, I'm probably about a 4.5, 4, 4. 4 that's what 5. I was going to say, 4.5. Yeah, it feels... I wish good. that the chorizo was just a little bit spicier. Me yeah. too. I thought it was going to have like whatever, I feel like they usually put fennel or something in it. Something huh. that kind of gives you like a weird spice that you're not used to. And that's like kind of like the chorizo almost. thing. Yeah. I was expecting that. And I think it might've been because the, the pieces were so small, like ground beef. I think they kind of probably lost some of the spiciness on them or the spices. Cause they probably are just so chopped up that yeah. they can't really maintain it all. I mean, Whereas, I'd go back. I would, if I was on a, um, 
a police ride along, I would go eat in the these middle of in the, the middle of the night. I'd go eat these tacos if you, if you had to. If I had to, um, I'd go back there for sure. They're delicious. I loved them. Like that's a two a.m. destination, not somewhere like Taco Bell that you settle for. Right. It is definitely a destination. Also, there's like it's not easy to get to though if you uh-uh. are. So it's a destination like you've got to have a DD and you've got to be committed to getting up there. Well, you also have to know where you're going because yeah. if you don't go there, you're going to go somewhere really bad. There's a lot of one way streets too. So you could oh, get Google yeah. Maps, yeah. like Apple Maps, where it's like Apple Maps leads you to a field when you're supposed to be like ten miles south. Like that could be bad in this yeah, case. Yeah, except in this case, you end up at Super Flea, <laughs> which could be dangerous. Hashtag mini pony. <laughs> if there was only one, it would be fine. Yeah, actually, I would I would almost say that the rating is a little bit higher because it's a destination spot yeah. in my mind. Like if I wanted to really, if I wanted to show people some tacos, like there's another place, I can't remember what it's called, Bonita something. Michoacan. Michoacan. Is it that? Yeah. I, can, I can never say that word, so I don't know. But I can't ever say it either. I just messed it up. You said it. Oh, that works. But like places like that, like I dated this guy where we went there and he got 15 tacos on our first date. 15. And he ate them 15 all? 15 tacos. Yeah. And he he was so was that them. a red flag or like, yes, I'm, I want to date you? Um, I, I was more just concerned about his poor body. I was like, aren't you pushing 30? Like, is that safe? Oh like, are you okay? So, and he ate all of, he ate all of them. Really? He ate every single one of In them. In the store? I had, no, no, no. We oh, left. Took we took him to go. Okay. I ate. <laughs> one bite of one of his tacos and he was a little bit bitter because he actually wanted to eat all of the tacos. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like at that point he would just turn into a tortilla. He didn't though. No. It was good. <laughs> He's not like a flamingo. Like, did you know that flamingos are pink because they eat so much shrimp that I it like turns their colors? Really? Yes. Yeah. Baby flamingos are white. No way. Yeah. See, I really feel like Red Lobster should use the flamingo as its mascot for the endless shrimp campaign. Like, <laughs> mm. turn into a flamingo, eat all of our endless shrimp. It sounds like. Why doesn't Red Lobster it. use more um, like talking lobsters and talking animals? For I'm their sorry, commercials? is Red Lobster still in business? Oh, yeah. so we're talking about Cheddar Red Lobster Bay biscuits. <laughs> Cheddar Bay biscuits. We can buy those from the store now, though. Yeah. But they're not as good. And there's something about someone just like bringing you these fresh biscuits and you don't have to do anything. And you can That's like dip true. them in your Caesar salad. Like Red oh. Lobster is like a guilty suburban pleasure of mine. That's really, really? the only reason to go there now, it's right? The is the biscuits. I'm just too scared to go there in the Midwest. I assume that anything in the Midwest that's fish type things is probably not safe unless it's very expensive. They all come out of the river, Missouri River. Oh, I sure as hell hope not. <laughs> I used to row on that river and there's a lot of Japanese jumping carp. Oh yeah, you Those were are not edible. What? Tell me about That's your rowing. That was amazing. You used to <laughs> I you used, used to, okay. to coach. I used to row on the men's rowing team at K State, and then I coached the team at UMKC in St. Teresa's. And you saw a lot of weird stuff out on the river in the I early saw morning, right? A lot of weird stuff. <laughs> I saw floating mattresses. I saw floating people on weird objects. What are I, these carp? These jumping so carp. These Every practice you would be driving. I drive like a a little coaching launch and then my rowers would be out in the river. So they'd be ahead of me and my motor would upset the sleeping fish because we're out there at 5 a.m. before the sun comes up. So the sun's barely up. I have a spotlight, you know, it's dark and these fish will jump up behind me. And if I go too slow, if I disturb them in the front, they would literally jump at me and they are probably almost two feet long. They're probably 15 pounds. And I got the wind knocked out of me multiple times by those jumping into my boat and knocking me over. Awesome. So are, are you, we not sure, was that Magikarp from Pokemon? No. Were you able to catch it? <laughs> I ca- caught multiple and threw them back in and they all cut me and they were all evil. And I hate and them they all. they knocked you so out you sometimes? No, knocked me over. Knocked like, you knocked over. the wind out of me. Oh. Like, okay, so this big fish flops up out of the river. 
hits me in the back and I'm driving and it knocks me over. And so I like almost crash my little boat. And then it's like, blah, 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 you know, flopping in the bottom <laughs> of the boat. It's terrible. And the, the coxswains and the rowers, that's what the name of the person steering the boat is a right. coxswain. The coxswains and the rowers also had them jumping into the rowing boat as they were in there. And the fish is too big to really fit in it. So it'd be like on their bodies. It was got a lot of weird footage. When you're out there on the river at 5am and the, steam is coming off of the, the fog is settling in. Yeah. Do you feel like a trapper in like the 1700s, 1600s? Or do you feel like you're in the middle of a Bob Seger song with like a lone <laughs> saxophone solo? I kind of feel like I'm in the danger zone, to be honest. <laughs> I just, uh, usually you can kind of smell there's a, a water treatment plant over there. Oh yeah. So, so it's not as romantic as I want to make well, it if seem. You can smell the smell of cinnamon rolls. That means that they're pumping out a smell because the, the balance is off in the treatment plant. So oh, if gosh. it smells good, it's a bad sign. So they're like trying to Febreze the yes, earth. Basically. They are literally Febrezing the West bottoms. Oh my gosh. Bottoms. Okay. That's <laughs> terrifying because I'm like, sometimes I'm like, wow, West bottoms smells like bread today. Cause I live in quality Hill. So if I step out of my deck, oh. like I can see and smell West bottoms. I'm sorry. The bread is not real. That's not real. I'm just imagining like a delightful old baker in the West Bottoms oh. who doesn't want to leave his oh, building. No. Now you've sorry. got to ruin this I for me. I ruined it for it's you. Crushed. Yeah, it really isn't bread. Uh. All right. So we thought these tacos were delicious. Yes, very we, much We so, love yeah. the place. There are some people that have had some bad taco experiences at Tacos El Guero. This is the part of the show called Bad Reviews, read in a funny voice. Would you like to read some bad reviews and funny voices? Oh, hell yes. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. I've got two reviews here. There weren't that many bad reviews of Tacos El Guero. That's awesome. Who would like to be Edgar? Oh, oh, can I be Edgar? Can I be Edgar? There's Edgar, right? That's a name that demands a funny voice. Is it this one? Yeah. Edgar G says, Fucking gross. I used to love this shop and I don't anymore. The tacos are cold as an ice cube. Specifically as an ice cube. He doesn't cook with love anymore. Ever since he's gotten more customers, (laughs) one star. Oh my gosh. All caps on the one star. Okay, how do we quantify if someone is cooking with love? He can taste the love yeah, or the must, lack thereof. There must have been a time when they tasted like love. I know this is an explicit podcast, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> Our tacos were warm even like 30 minutes after oh, getting them. Oh yeah, they were perfect. So yeah, were delicious. I don't know um, what an ice, how ice cold these tacos were. Edgar I mean, if you put them in the refrigerator, experience. Edgar, they're probably going to be cold. Yeah, Edgar. Edgar. It's your cold damn heart, Edgar. Would you like to read Roberta? Okay, I want to preface me to, speaking as Roberta that I haven't taken Spanish since my sophomore year oh, with crap. Mrs. McLaughlin. I, for, I, I forgot I was in Spanish. <laughs> okay, let let's. I'm going to shoot my shot though. Yeah, let's see what. Thirty oh, minutes Spanish? esperando para four miserables tacos. Mejor mi voy al super tacos. Saben mejor y es devolada. One star. Oh. All in capital letters, so I had to yell it. Yeah, one star. <laughs> Something about Can you translate that at all? No, maybe. I don't know. Do you want me to ask Siri? We waited for 30 minutes and it was for miserable tacos. I don't know what the rest of the Sorry, I forgot that I had a Spanish one in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's our first bad review in Spanish. I would like to apologize to all Spanish speakers everywhere. (laughs) You did a good job. That was great. (laughs) Ask me something about like German and I'm good there. All right. To recap, tacos El Guero, Guero, something like that. At 6100 St. John Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, in the historic Northeast, if you're in 
historic Northeast and you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos, stop on in, but they're not open for lunch. They're only open from 6 PM until 1 AM and not open on Sunday. So stop on in. If you're in the area, you want some great tacos, you won't be disappointed. We'll be right back after this break. Hey there, everybody. It's your old pal Bigfoot here or Sasquatch. If you prefer, you know, one question folks are always asking me is Bigfoot. What's your favorite podcast? Well, besides Taco of the Town, I love me some tacos. My favorite podcast has got to be the Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, those funny fellas share stories of high strangeness and interview celebrity guests about their personal paranormal history. It's a real hoot. They talk about UFOs, ghosts, weird and wonderful encounters, and crypto creatures like yours truly. They even have a hotline where you can share your paranormal encounters, and they might just play it on the show. 310-597-4803. If you're like me and you like yourself some strange and weird and wonderful stories filled with the unexplained, Bigfoot Collectors Club is your podcast. Take it from me, Bigfoot, or Sasquatch. Just don't call me skunk ape. My mom hates it when people call me that. Bigfoot Collectors Club, available wherever you get your podcasts. We've made it to the end of the show. This is the Taco Topics Quiz. This is where I get your in-depth, innermost taco feelings. Are you guys ready for Taco Topics? Oh, yes. I don't know if I am. It sounds really intimate. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, here we go. I think I'll be okay. I think I will, too. I'm ready. All right. Question number one. Give it to me straight. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? I think it's the quality of the protein, whether it's vegetarian, like black beans or cactus or meat. I don't really like where you just like, oh, let's just take a pound of hamburger. Let's cook it up quick and then just toss some cheese and cheap salsa from Target on top. Like I want you to put some thought into it, even if it's something as simple as throwing it in an instant pot or a crock pot, like put a little like gusto into your meat. Mm -hmm. The meat. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I almost say a taco is a taco is a taco. It's kind of the thing that I like about tacos is that they could almost be trash but they're still a taco and I'm still going to put it's it in my body. Amazing trash. Yeah. So, you know, you guys, if you're broke college student, you buy a pound of chicken and you shred some chicken and that's what mm-hmm. you're eating for a month. You know, it's like, you know what? This is still a taco. This is still, I'm doing okay with my life. I'm going to go home and eat tacos. <laughs> yeah. I feel you there. Like, I think the best thing about any taco that makes a taco good is a taco that you share with other people, whether it's like a college dorm room taco where you have like 99 cent tortillas and like cheap shredded yes. meat or, you're like going with your friends or a guy you like or something to have tacos like there's always just something magic about like like convening at a table what like what for tacos do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos i think it depends on the restaurant i think when i was younger i definitely like hard shell tacos but i find they crack too much and like if you're wearing like nice clothes for work and you're eating them for lunch it's a little bit harder and i also think soft shell tacos taste better with salsa or like other like creamier sauce like sauces you can put on top literally ditto like same i if i eat a hard taco it turns into a taco salad where i end up just like crunching it all onto a plate because i'm not a graceful eater what do you think of these corn shells we had tonight these were fabulous they were happy medium. soft shell they, yes. corn. they were perfect because soft shell 
corn tortillas crack a lot. And they didn't fall and apart on us. these didn't at all. Yeah. Like, these had to have been fresh. These were good. These were, mm. the, if there was one thing that was, like, the star of these tacos, I would say it was because they were sitting there for almost an hour or two. There's a shell, yeah. And it didn't soak through. It had double tacos, but even the inside, in, even the inside layer was not soaked through. Delicious. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Okay. Hot or mild salsa? I'm going to say medium and I prefer fresher salsa. So not like a jar you'd buy in the grocery store, but something like a pico de gallo or like, you know, how my parents actually like hand can their salsa or something like that. Or like the bird proverbial bird bath of taco like salsa we had earlier today. I think it's just anything a little bit unique and fresh is a good salsa to me. Fresh, not greasy. Some of them get that little like oily, greasy ring around them. Not into that. As long as it's just like something fresh. I don't really mind so much if it's thin or thick. I prefer it to be more of a pico thick style or even like a creamy consistently like a, like a, a guac type thing. I'm okay with that, but I'm not so much the runny business, but And I would say medium for me, hot if it's back of the throat spicy. There's like that cayenne spicy and then there's like that red pepper flake type spicy. Tip of the tongue, I feel like I can't taste anything afterwards. So if it's back of the throat heat, like one of those red peppers that... I can't think of any specifically. I'm not a pepper connoisseur. So whatever those back of the throat heat, (laughs) I think those are better. Okay. Are you pro cilantro or no cilantro? Pro. Oh, I'm pro. It took me a while to actually like it. Because I don't think I had cilantro until I was an adult, but now I really appreciate it with some fresh onion. Yeah, I think a little bit. I think some people get a little bit uh, aggressive with their cilantro. They get, it's too much. These were just right tonight. These were perfect. There was a lot of onion, but the cilantro was just right. But I even felt like the onion wasn't overpowering. Like I was looking at these tacos, I'm like, it's basically an onion taco. But when I actually ate it, like it was fine. It was great. Didn't taste oniony. All right. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Is there something you eat just as much as I eat tacos? I am a breakfast sandwich connoisseur. So I would say my power ranking would be Spokes breakfast burritos, especially the Southwest chorizo breakfast burrito. Fantastic. And it's grilled. I'm basic and I love stopping at Dunkin Donuts, the 75th and Metcalf on my way to work sometimes. And I really like biscuits and gravy from messenger coffee. So I'd say if I wasn't eating tacos, I'm probably have an eye on breakfast food. Yeah, I would agree. Breakfast food. I'm a breakfast food person. Also, I think pizza is never a bad thing at all. I oh, no. Pizza is always good, right? Yeah, we even ordered pizza today on a whim for some people who are working on a project. We were just like, hey, let's get some pizza and we'll take a piece of Minsky's. And then like, kept eating it. <laughs> I feel like pizza and tacos are like the common denominator of America. When it comes to food, yes. They really are just like They're the friends. nuts and bolts. They are friends. Pizzas and tacos, They're I think. They're best tacos. I, they I mean, yeah. I used to work at Spin Neapolitan Pizza on Main Street, and we used to make uh, different things out of the dough. We made tacos out of the dough sometimes. We made pretzels out of the dough sometimes. Not as good as the pizza. It was more like a weird, fluffy chalupa situation, Mm -hmm. but it was still delicious. Do you eat at Il Lazarone a lot down here? I used to go to the original one in St. Joe because it's actually next to El Taco H by like two hours. So if El Taco H was really busy or Lazarone was busy, my friends and I or my coworkers and I, we would just shrug at each other and go, well, let's just walk to the other place. Hell yeah. And I love that place. Oh my it's gosh. one of my favorite the pizza places. The funky pizza with the mushroom and like, oh, the fritz mozzarella. The honey and, honey and pepperoni is my favorite. Ooh, Ooh so that's good, good too. So like yeah. Joe's. <laughs> I actually will uh, typically not eat in there though because you will smell like a pizza when you leave right. there. Okay. 
In your opinion, do you think Kansas City is a good taco town? I would say yes. Having like lived in Iowa, Minnesota here, I go to Chicago quite a bit and I travel sometimes. Um, I would say Kansas City is kind of an uns- like an unsung taco capital. And I think people shouldn't sleep on it, especially when it comes to street tacos. For real. I think I our people that. love tacos. And I think we have a really dense ethnic community that gives us some really mm-hmm. rich genuine tacos from the roots of, you know, wherever, because they're coming from everywhere. Mm -hmm. I think that we have some really like roots feed up tacos here. Plus the kitschy bar tacos that Johnny cause has that we will still eat sometimes or John's big deck or whatever, which I also go to John's big deck a lot for tacos. Really? They're basic, but they're good. I gotta do that. So they basically like ground beef, hard shell taco, a little shredded cheese from Hy-Vee on top. Is it like that kind of basic taco? It's more like I get the chicken ones and they're, they're soft, they're moist. They've got a lot of really good spicy seasoning. They're pretty rich. They're almost like Tabasco-y. And then they give you little sides of stuff. They're pretty, they're pretty street taco. Like they're really good. And they're like a buck 50 a taco. Is there anything taco wise you think Kansas City needs to step its taco game up or you think we're doing pretty good? Advertising. I think people need to be more crazy about tacos. Mm. I also feel like we need to up our guacamole and queso game here because I one of my big beefs with some of the Mexican restaurants here is that they don't like their queso is like half an inch. Like I'm like, I just paid 10 bucks for this. And like other cities, you get like a literal Ikea right. bowl of queso or guacamole. So I feel like we need to up our like condiment game. Yeah, so I could be into that. For, so advertising wise, you think just some of these wonderful taco places that we review here on the show, they just need to up their advertising game yeah, and like get the word out about people them. People have never heard of them. I yeah. think that with Casey Taco and Mission Taco and a couple other places that were kind of hip in the Crossroads River Market kind of helped. But I don't think that people think of us as a taco place. But I don't kind even, of are. But to that we point, are. I don't we are even the heart think they of advertise. Taco America. We really are. I don't really think like even those hip restaurants even advertise they just advertise by location like we're here we're right. in these trendy neighborhoods right. of kansas city literally Eat here that's what i mean i get that's mail about them i get mail i get I mail keep getting cluster them. truck like these giant oh my god me too i'm like yeah i don't know why they keep have you ever had those. cluster trucks tacos i have not i am so bitter they had these amazing amazing veggie tacos with this like these chickpeas, spicy chickpea and uh, this like creamy sauce. And they were the most amazing vegetarian tacos I've ever put in my mouth. And then they changed them and they took out all the good stuff and put in mushrooms and something else that tastes like dirt. And now I hate them. But their other oh. tacos, their meat tacos are good. That sucks. Just still bitter. Still bitter. I, but hey, they, are, they are delicious. I've been there. I, I don't like it when people change their taco I really recipes. Don't, they yeah. change their recipe be, out of by review. They actually oh. listened to the people. I should have spoken more loudly that I was excited about the taco. Yeah. That was, it was my own fault. I think we just need like a big taco blimp that flies around and just over announces. Arrowhead. Yeah, or over Yeah, over the downtown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, or, or like the Western auto sign. There should be like another one that's like a taco. Like taco town. cat. <laughs> like a little cat and I like the tail moves. Or just saying, go eat tacos. Yes, go exactly. Eat. Tacos. Put it on the Marriott, yeah. you know, have it all. The words you know, like by. the Marriott, yeah, the Marriott always <laughs> lights it up for everything yeah. else. Like, let's just put a taco. taco. It's like, don't forget to eat your tacos. I felt like taco week was not as like people didn't know about it. Oh, I only heard about it on Instagram and then I kept forgetting about it. It's like something that big, like you should not forget about like a food week. I heard about it on here too late. <laughs> hey, I'm glad. I'm glad we were your. You did inform me, yeah, and hey, then I, I realized I got the word out that I missed it. I got the word out. I was out. like, "Oh, damn!" 
Okay. What are some other good taco towns that you visited? Have you ever visited another taco town that had really good tacos? Other than, you know, Can- El Paso. El Paso Omaha. counts. Omaha. Omaha. For South real? Omaha, baby. Yep. And Bellevue. They have some of the best tacos because it's like more of those like ethnic areas. Like, like you mentioned the Northeast, like South O, North O. Um, they have really good like hole in the wall places and even some of the stuff in the old market and midtown are really good. Cool. Maybe I'm a little bit partial cause I grew up outside of Omaha and a lot of my family still lives in the area, but yeah, anyway, South you know Omaha what? tacos, even the high V like, you know how high V Chinese food is weirdly delicious. Yes. High V Mexican food in Omaha is magic. Interesting. Wow. Yes. Okay. So some of us get the Asian food and some of them get the Mexican food. Mm-hmm. We the got tamales gypped. at Christmas. I'm telling you. So you've been to El Paso and it had good tacos? When I was a child, I did. And it, I thought that they were the best tacos of my whole life. But who knows? Because I was a child. It might have been the... And you put away your childish things. Yes, I put away my childhood things. And uh, I was wearing my little Mexican dress. And I got to visit my Mexican family for the one time in my life. And uh, Really? Yeah. That was uh, it? Yeah, most of them aren't allowed in the country. Oh, okay. Our last name, actually, it's a gang name now. Okay. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever had a time in your life and you've had to turn down tacos? Yes. I had a time in my life where I had to be vegetarian and not everybody has vegetarian tacos and most of the vegetarian tacos suck. Yeah. I'd agree. Unless they have a really baller black bean. Uh, yeah. Unless they have the black bean or whatever that chickpea. Oh, or the cactus truck, bring, it back, bring it back. Bring it back. Um, so... The only time I think I've ever turned down a taco in my life was one of my really good friends, love him to death, not naming names if any of my friends are listening to this, but he wasn't like a very- Chad. His <laughs> name was not Chad, but it was close. <laughs> he wasn't a very clean person. Like he wasn't like very tidy. Like you could probably, like you could put him on hoarders. I actually offered him like, I will help you clean if you really need it. Cause I'm kind of a clean freak. And he was like, I made tacos. And I was like, hell to the no. That's a great way to end up getting a tetanus shot. <laughs> That was a good, I think that was a wise decision. On yeah. Part. Um, do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that turns you off from tacos or you won't eat the taco if it has this on it or it is made in this manner. I don't think so. Unless I see them making it and something is happening that shouldn't be. Otherwise, if it's food, I'll probably eat it. Okay. If, I think, uh, but maybe if it's uh seafoody and if it's a little stanky seafoody in the Midwest and I'm not sure where it came from type thing, I might, I might seafood see. stank. Yeah. Seafood okay. stank tacos. <laughs> I would have to say you kind of mentioned, like, I thought you said rattlesnake, like tacos at first. And I was like, no, oh, you thought to, we're going to stick to cows, <laughs> pigs and chickens and maybe a few fish here. You and thought there. the Taco Bell nachos were going to be rattlesnake. Yes. Rattlesnake. I was like, first of all, rattlesnake was a no, but something about like <laughs> rattlesnake or like even seafood at Taco Bell. I was like, Ugh. yeah, it's an okay. urgent care trip waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like E. Coli. Yeah, no. Making. All right, here we go. Um, This is the speed round. You guys, <laughs> these are yay or nay questions. These are different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay on these. Let's see Mm -hmm. if you can break the record of four seconds. Oh, ready? Yeah. Go set. Go taco pizza. Yes. Taco salad. Yes. Taco burgers. Yes. Taco dogs. No. Taquitos. Yes. Miniature tiny tacos. Yes. Choco tacos. Yay. No. Let's say that again. Choco tacos. No. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast. No. Yes. A triple chalupa or a triplupa. Yes. 
Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. Yes. Yes. Breakfast taco. You'd love that. Yeah, that's, that's like delicious. a keto low carb taco. Nom, yes. Nom, 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 nom. Tacos served with French fries and nacho cheese. Nacho fries. Yes. Yes. Rattlesnake fries. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'd eat that. All right. That was good. You didn't break the record, but that uh, was really also, good. Well, you had more questions than I thought you did. <laughs> you guys are really in tune there at the beginning. We were really, we wanted to win. Until... Who had a neigh on? Um, it was me. Taco dogs. I tried taco no, burgers. Oh, but the I burgers. Had, yeah. She said yay. I said nay, but okay. I almost said yay. So I was like nah. <laughs> you said nigh, nigh. Which is, <laughs> nigh <or not. laughs> All right. What is your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Is there something that really fires you up? Kings of Summer. By who? Quinn. Uh, Quinn. It's Roman numerals. I think it's Quinn Twelve. But it's called the Kings of Summer, and it's I like listen to it. It gets you. It gets pumped. you just kind of like in the good jolly mood that you're just going to show up and drink a margarita and eat your tacos, and you're just driving to eat your tacos. Okay. It's like it's a summer song for sure. I mean, it's called Kings of Summer, so it just makes you get in that mood. I think there's something about listening to um, "Today Was a Good Day" by Ice Cube. It's like oh, 75 yeah. degrees. It's a Friday afternoon. You got your windows down. You got off work early. You got Cube blasting. You're going to get some tacos, hang out, have a few margaritas. You're going to get one of the big jugs of margaritas from Costco. And it's just like one of those like endless <laughs> summer Friday nights. And that's what that song and tacos make me yes. think of. Where you're like, this is adulthood. This is why I became an adult. Like I became an so adult I to have this at whatever time of day. That is almost the perfect cube. song. Yes. Except I don't know if he says tacos in that song. That would make it an even if more perfect If we replaced the AK, like it didn't even have to use your AK. Or, what, or my, my, AK. Mom, my mom made tacos with no hog. That could be one of the lines. This, this is true. Yes. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's great. Those are both great choices. Um, this is the time of the show called taco to me. Taco to me like lovers do. Do you have a taco related question you'd like to ask me? Do you like dessert tacos? I haven't had too many dessert tacos. I love a choco taco. Okay. Where's your favorite guacamole? In Kansas city. Mm-hmm. It was at the place that used to be, it closed down. It was, um, and now it's called, Fonda. It used to be Port um, Fonda. Port Fonda. No, it's it's on Southwest Boulevard, and it closed. It was um, called Sabor Azteca. Oh, but okay. they closed. Sabor-as. So hopefully they kept the guacamole recipe, and they will move it on to other places. Or they'll put it on like FoodNetwork.com, where you can like search for recipes and stuff. Yeah, they maybe, can do. You can do that. They'll have like a oh, yeah. that mayest come back and just move somewhere. Yeah, maybe they just were. Maybe they're just taking a break from the guac. Maybe they just kind of got sick of smashing all those avocados all the time. That would be a lot. All right. So this is the end of the show. Thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you for having us. I hope you had a great taco meal. You fed us tacos. It was glorious. Thank you for introducing me to this place, Julia. This was delicious. Um, Where can people find you guys on? If you would like to be found, Uh, where, where can people find you on social media? Are you on Twitter, Instagram? So this is Teresa. I'm eponymous on Twitter. So if you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Teresa Malley, Teresa with no H M A L Y. You should be able to find both my blog about my weight loss. And then I'm on Twitter. I'm really active in jeans, five questions every Tuesday. And you're going to be at Comic-Con. Yep. You should be able to find me. If you see someone with a blonde Bob walking around with a camera set, that's probably me. And (laughs) keeping all of the fans off of me. I will keep you safe. Okay. I will be your personal bodyguard. Thank you. Kind of like Gumby. I can't fight. (laughs) (laughs) Julia, where can people find you? Art? They can find me at the last mascara on Instagram. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not cool enough to be on Twitter. 
But uh, yeah, that's uh, if you want to see me talk about how much I love my life, because I'm one of those people who just really likes my life <laughs> and lives in Kansas City, you can follow me at The Last Mascara. And you always post stuff like architecture wise. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, lots of you'll see lots of construction, lots of stuff about Kansas City. Hard hats. Hard hats. Maybe something <laughs> about uh, the modeling agency that I work at. Exposure. Your acting work. Yeah. Yes, a little bit of acting work, a little bit of Hallmark here and there. Do some Hallmark. You do some Payless. A little bit of Payless. But now Payless is going out of business. I heard that oh no i was wondering if it was because of me you my ankles can you can, <laughs> can you like hook me up with some of their shoes because their pumps are sensible and comfortable and i don't care how much of an old lady it makes me look well, like they're going out of business so i probably won't need to <laughs> give you some for like 1.99 they didn't give me any free stuff at that really shoot. yeah no, maybe no. you should go around to all of the payless shoes and get all your 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 uh, posters that are up there i from... actually kind of asked someone and they did not believe it was me and they what? asked me to leave the store <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> Not quite the poster child I wanted to be. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on the show and thanks for talking tacos with me. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, thanks. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Woo. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some, some tacos! tacos.